always a yin and yang. Trust me. That's just how things work. And heard the recipe and told me she would post it on a feed for me. It was a week ago, not a peak. I'm used to it, cause in my face they say they fuck with me, but really they don't fuck with me. They tell me how I'm killing or how they proud of me, but never heard a whole CD. What's going on, beautiful people? My name is Kasabian Lavo. Welcome to Kasabian Lavo Show. I can't front, it's been a long week. How y'all doing? I'm doing well. So, <clears throat> last week, like towards the end of the show, my uh, on my feed I had a hit about uh, Avenatti and Jesse Smollett's attorney. I don't know why I don't got that lady's name. Anyway, when all that happened, it was towards the end of the show. I didn't know exactly what was going on, so it was hard to talk about. I mean, all I could do is just say that he got locked up for trying to extort twenty five million out of Nike. Now I have more information, and I still stand by my conspiracy about Jesse's attorney having something to do with somebody in pot. Like, there's something popping off with these people. I just can't figure it out. But they're all tied in. Jesse has a lot of political ties. This is all conspiracy, Sabian. I'm just making shit up. <clears throat> but Jesse does have a lot of political ties. He knows a lot of political people. He... Is is a, a vivid and very clear hater of Trump. I mean, I've never heard him say shit good about him. He faked a hate crime and he got off as of right now. But that, it just, what was the point? If they have evidence of what you did, you have to pay the consequence. It's not about paying jail time. It's just the fact that you were trying to start a race war. Let's just say what it is like you if it would have been true. Do you understand the outrage that that would have caused? That shit's insane. Like, how sick are you? So you get off. Well, the city of Chicago's pissed off and they want their money. So they're billing him and they're giving him five days or they're going to sue him. And, and we'll see where that goes. It's like one hundred and thirty eight thousand. It's crazy. It's just how do you drop charges like it? And it's. It bothers me when they want to compare things that have nothing to do with one another. Like, you're basically saying, no, we're glad Jesse got off because Trump got off, so no harm, no foul. Like, you can't do that. Like, what Jesse did is disgusting. What happened with Trump was a witch hunt, and it's proven to be a witch hunt. It's not the fact that he falsified a police report. It's the fact that he created a an entire scenario of two white men with MAGA hats calling him a faggot and, and saying this is MAGA country. You practiced that. That's scary. I had another theory about that, too. I'll tell y'all. I said that maybe he likes... To get fucked by white dudes that yell racial slurs at him and tie him up and call him all type of names and shit. Like he's into that type of fucking where they hit him and they and they degrade him. That's a thing. I don't give a fuck. If that's what you into, cool, man. You like MAGA hat wearing dudes to bang you out and call you little boy or whatever the fuck. That's that's on you. But don't make it this. It's just it's just ridiculous. And I think Chicago's in, in every way, shape, or form, um, more than right to their money back. 
What a waste. So the FBI steps in, and now the FBI wants to see what's really going on. Now, you know, I start to hear out there, oh, I can't believe they're going to waste our tax dollars on this. Let's go back to the Trump thing. $200 million over a completely fake bullshit report. Two hundred plus million dollars. Two years of our time. You're saying you don't want to waste your tax dollars on Jesse. You don't have to. He he could pay that back. See, he has the money. Different case, different scenario. So if you're worried about your taxes so bad, why don't you worry about this fake investigation that was going on with our president? You keep on. I, I hear people compare different situations. There's a quote: um, "Small brains." Talk about uh, gossip, medium brains, talk about uh, large events, and then big brains speak about ideas and how to change things, right? When you speak on a situation that you're not involved in hands-on, the best you can do is give your opinion on it. I always hear people go back to, I don't want to waste my tax on this. Why don't they go fix Flint? I mean, if you've seen what's going on up there, they've fixed most of it. And from the information that I've gotten, it seems like a couple of houses still have the pipe from their home to the main line that needs to be swapped out. On Twitter a couple months back, probably more than a few months ago now, somebody asked Elon Musk if he would pay for everybody's uh, pipes to get changed out. He said, y'all prove it to me. Yeah, I'll go in and I'll change that whole shit. Why don't you talk about that? You want your tax dollars to do things. That's fine. But at least focus on where you are, because when you get where you are good, everywhere else gets good. You know, you can't help somebody else stand up if you laying down. New York City has a lot of problems. I don't think anybody lives in New York City should be speaking on anywhere else. Period. And let's not compare situations. You know. I saw a clip with Trevor Noah. And he was saying that the black Americans need to sit down with the American government to get their reparations because black Americans were being held back from getting loans. They weren't allowed to live in certain neighborhoods and they went through a lot of things. I agree with you 100 percent. That the racist system that we had, it's a key word, the racist system that we had made it very difficult for black people to live. But when I hear somebody that's an immigrant that tells me that my black people need to go do this because they're being held back, I need you to shut the fuck up and mind your business. That's what I need you to do. Because these things were happening in the 40s and 50s, and then things took a change. You see, we live in this great country where We can say we went through that, but that's not today. You need to learn how to appreciate. And coming from Africa where they had apartheid, I really don't think you can speak on the issues that we have here. So let me inform you. Yes, banks wouldn't loan to black people. Yes, redlining was occurring in real estate. Yes, I mean, this song, The Temptations got a song about it. It's real. It happened. Racist exist. That shit with don't touch the water and and don't come into this building and you can't use this bathroom, that really happened. 
We have people complaining right now about shit that they've never gone through, never lived through in their life, but they have an issue with it. Do you understand that because of what happened, you're able to stand there and talk shit about what happened, but it's not happening anymore. Things have changed. Things are not what they once were. You cannot tell me that black people can't black buy homes, that they've just been able to start buying homes. Shut the fuck up. I grew up in ghettos my whole fucking life, and I knew a lot of black people that owned homes. And when I moved to Vegas, I met a bunch of more black people that own homes. Oh, yeah. Black businesses, too. Like, what the fuck are you talking? I'm 32 years old, bro. I've seen black business. Stop making it seem like black business is such a, a fucking anomaly. It isn't. It exists. Very proudly fucking so. The thing is, I've said it before, you can't keep looking back looking for a fucking reason. We got to move forward. Okay. White folks had to step up. That's fine. We know this already. They were established before us. They have certain things that we don't, but it doesn't mean that we can't get them. And I say we because we are a part of the minority, period. There's a good story. Let me tell you, when we first moved to Vegas, we were in and out of Vegas every year. We come in and out. I go to school in New York, and then we visit Vegas. We take the Greyhound bus all the way here from New York. We knew a family that had this really small butcher shop. I mean, it had to have been like fucking 12 by fucking 9 or maybe 14 by 9. It was like a long, narrow uh, little shop, a a freezer or two in the back, you know, uh, some decent meat and one little cutter. And it was a a husband, a wife and this kid. The kid was my age. I actually went to school with her. I think they had more kids, but I know I remember her from from when we were kids. Um, That store was called La Bonita. And it was right next to the laundry room, which my first legitimate job was at that laundry room. And it, and it started off as that one little spot. And then they expanded and they were able to buy the spot next door and get groceries. And then they bought one more spot. So now they had a decent little tiendita um, uh, store, a bodega style butcher shop. And then uh, things in the bag, milk, eggs, bread, tortillas, vegetales, uh, mierda. So... That's how they started. This is in the 90s. This is during the L.A. riots. We had riots in Vegas. Uh, the shit wasn't happening in New York. But this is in, in some pretty heated racist times. As a matter of fact, there was a black guy that owned a tax business like three doors down in that same shopping center on the east side of Vegas. So this is in the 90s during some pretty shitty racist times. And two minorities had businesses that were thriving and growing. So let me tell you about La Bonita today. Not only did they build their first brick and mortar store with their own money right behind where they started at. They now have eight locations in Las Vegas and they're probably one of the most predominant uh, grocery chains that we have in town. That's homegrown, completely homegrown from the east side of Las Vegas from immigrants. They came here the right way. Now, when I hear an immigrant that came here that speaks on our history. We well, see, that's where I know that we have a problem. You see, cause Trevor Noah can't sit there and tell me that banks are holding the blacks back and all this. Listen, 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 listen. That happened. It happened already. We're already past that. Stop bringing that shit back. Like it's happening today. Cause it's not, you can go to a bank and get a fucking loan. You can buy a home. You can open a business. You can do things. Okay. You can. My barber, 
He's Mexican. His father, Mexican. As a matter of fact, let me tell you another Vegas story. My barber gave me some gems. Uh... Hamburger Hut, my bad y'all, I'm having a real slow brain day Hamburger Hut North Las Vegas has two doors and it's split It used to be two barbershops He said on his side was the Mexicans and on the other side was the blacks Now, it wasn't segregated because of any race shit But you know, the hair difference So there was different cutting styles Now, there wasn't no hate, wasn't no beef They coexisted with one another Because they lived in a hood where there was both types of styles You see, you gotta remember, you gotta attract the audience And you gotta cater to that in what better way? Let's come together. We ain't beefing. Fuck, we, man, we making money. My barber still knows the phone number. He recited that shit. And I'm pretty sure when he hears this, I, he's doing that right. This is when people hear some stuff. They go, I'm pretty sure he's doing that shit. He's like, oh, man, I still remember that shit. Fucking Xavier. But stories like that from the 80s and 90s, and I got a piece of shit on TV that has the nerve to tell my people that we need to sit down with the government and get our reparations. That shit's done with. All right. Shut up. The dollars, the dollars, the dollar relax. This country is not doing what it did. We are such a great country that we have grown. We have grown. There's a reason why in America and around the world, People know about the American dream because I have yet to hear about the African dream, the Chinese dream, the the Indonesian dream, the the Brazilian dream. I haven't heard. Ain't no, ain't no fucking dreams, dog. Nobody fucking dreams, bro. Nobody fucking dreams. I know one fucking dream. The American goddamn dream. All type of songs. All type of fucking American dream songs, yo. If you have such a fucking problem with what we got going on here, get the fuck out. We could do better without you. Your last comic, uh, your last stand-up, that shit was garbage, bro. Uh, who's standing there? And, and he was like, hey, yo, my brother. And I was like, oh, he's calling me his brother. Oh, I'm so excited. Shut the fuck up. Fucking weirdo. See, that's the problem that we have. We have a system of immigration, and the people that are bitching about it are people that aren't immigrants. They've lived there so long that they don't know what it's like to appreciate being here. When the Irish came here, they weren't saying, fuck, this place sucks, let's go back to Ireland. No, they were happy they were here. When Cubans come here, and I say that because I know a bunch of them that have just come here, they fall in love with the idea of what this place means to them. They want to be Americans and be proud of it. We have people here that have lived here their whole fucking lives and are so goddamn spoiled, they can't even fucking see right in front of them how good shit really is. You don't know until you lose it. That's why I get scared when I hear Twitter say we want to get the globe speaking on one equal plane. It's, we're going to make them all equal. Bro, we can't bring blocks together. Let alone countries and the world. It don't work that way. Because of how this country is built, we have a Twitter. Thank the American dream. Thank our constitution, our forefathers. Yeah, there was some fuck ups around the way. Some fuck Fucking horrendous fuck-ups. America did not invent slavery. Period. They partook in some stupid shit. And you know what? Some smarter people came along and said, this is bullshit. We're not doing this. Stop it. And they fucked shit up. They fought amongst one another. Good versus bad. Yin and yang. 
There was people that wanted slaves and people that said, that's bullshit. We don't want this. Stop it. And we fought and we won. And along the way, we've learned how to fix this shit because you see that there's people that don't fucking get it, right? Those ignorant fucking people are going to exist forever, ever, 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 and ever. But we got to be smarter than them. And it's not us versus them or us above them. I can't stand when I see a Jordan Peele say, I'm never going to have a white dude as my lead. Hey, dog, that's cool. You don't got to say it that way. You don't got to say it that way. It doesn't make you cooler for saying that shit. How many black uh, movie roles are given from white people to, to African... I can't even say African-American. Just... How many movies have black stars in them and they're all white people on the background? Like, what does it matter? If you're good at what you do, you're good at what you do. You know, we got to stop shitting on one another when we do something different. Just because black people are doing something doesn't mean we have to compare it to what white people are doing. You got to stop letting people that fucking don't know what's really going on talk about what's going on. You're out there. You telling me in your fucking neighborhood you don't see any black owners? That's your fucking neighborhood's fault. Get together and get the shit right. You don't have any Latins in your neighborhood with fucking businesses or, or homeowners. Because that's a business within itself. You don't got that? You're going to let somebody that came here. Let's let's get one thing straight. An immigrant is one thing, right? And an illegal immigrant is another. The only way you can appreciate or understand the difference is if you've gone through it, experienced it in some way, fashion, shape, or form. Period. We have a generation of kids that don't understand what it's like to immigrate here. They all immigrate here, excuse me. All they know is this. The migration process has ended and now they're bitching about the ones that are running here and not doing it right. Because I know a ton of immigrants that did it the right way that have a fucking huge problem with the illegal immigrants that keep taking up all their shit. Learn the fucking difference or don't speak on it. Illegal is illegal. Done. Stop being so fucking dumb. We become, we're a land of laws. Once you lose those values, the small values, the small values, we have a fucking issue. Closing the border is not something that can't be done. It is very much possible. We did it for 40 years. Google it. The border has been closed. They let people in on a small, small scale. Why? Because we needed assimilation. That means that people came here and wanted to be American, so we stopped everything from coming in because we had plenty of fucking people and we taught them what America was going to be like. Period. We have to appreciate growth. We have to know where we came from to know where we're going. And I thank God that we went through the things that we went through so that we can have this clear path ahead of us. If you can't appreciate that, maybe you're the fucking problem. Don't tell me you care about your tax money being spent on this justy bullshit that he caused. But you're okay with it happening to our president over some bullshit that they made up. Come on, man. And no, nobody from New York can talk about any other fucking states, anything. Figure y'all shit out, yo. Stop it. Stop it. I've been wondering if Disney is is, is going to change how Fox represents its news. I don't watch TV, so I don't know what's going on. I read everything because I don't like nobody to put their fucking tone on shit. I like to understand it myself. And I like to be able to make my own decisions as such, you know, with the information that I take in. Because sometimes people be like... Did you hear about the collusion? I mean, how dare he? He's an embarrassment to this country. 
You see, when they do that type of shit, you feel some type of way, right? Like, you can literally read one thing. Watch this. You can read anything and make it sound fucking horrible. Here's a, a pull quote from Breitbart. I'm going to read it like super dramatic. Chicago Police Department Superintendent Eddie Johnson is reportedly furious that charges against Hollywood actor Jesse Smollett were dropped by Cook County State Attorney Kim Fox. That sounds crazy, right? Chicago Police Department Superintendent Eddie Johnson is reportedly furious that charges against Hollywood actor Jesse Smollett were dropped by Cook County State Attorney Kim Fox on Tuesday. Fox dropped all 16. You see, even with that, I'm still putting my little swag on it, so I make you feel some type of way. That's why I'd rather read the news, and I put my own swag on it, and I can feel Because when I read that, first off, I'm slow. So I'm going to be like, Chicago Police Department. Superintendent, fuck me up. Y'all can go back and listen to it. I was like, super. There's like 35 letters in that shit. Eddie Johnson reported. I'm going to look for keywords. I'm going to go back a couple times, read it, and I'll take it in my way. Because I don't need your drama. So I don't like watching the news. But I was curious to know if maybe Fox was going to fucking do something, you know, now that Disney has, has acquired them. So the Cardi B thing that's been happening. I mean. If you heard the last podcast, the last two, I've been talking about being real and how hard it is to be real and do this. I think Cardi's a perfect example when you're too real or you just haven't adapted and you don't understand how to turn it on and off because there's there's ways to do this. What she did was wrong, period. If you rob somebody with a gun, at least they have a fighting fucking chance. But now drugging somebody and robbing them, that is just as bad as what Cosby was doing with women. I don't know how to handle this situation. That's renegade ho shit. It happens here in Vegas all the time. I'm not okay with it. If that's what you had to do, you know, I was a drug dealer. But I stopped because I saw what was happening to people. I'm never going to tell all those stories. Shit, I've, I've forgotten more shit than half the people that, that even are in the game now would ever know. Be careful with the things that you say and why you say them. Like, if you're doing that to try to be, I don't know, like, it blows my mind because you know that's wrong. And now you got people that back you up. Like, now you're, you know, you're an entity. You're a public figure. These are the fears that I've had. These, This is why I walked away when I did. This is why I like to be in seclusion. This is why there's no cameras in here because I know once this shit gets on YouTube and people see my face, it's going to be a different story. Because there's things that we do that you get crucified for. My issue is the double standard. And I pause to say that because I have daughters and I have sons. And the conversations go different. They do. But I think I'm more, I'm honest with all my kids. I don't. There's nothing to hide. I want them to understand and know what's really going on with things. Like I want my daughters to be completely aware. I'm that father that says, my baby, baby, you're beautiful. You're the prettiest little girl I've ever seen. Oh, you so smart. You so funny. You dance great. That's my baby. Those are my babies. I see my baby. I love you. Y'all the most beautiful little girls in the fucking world. Don't, ain't nobody prettier than you. You're fucking gorgeous. I love you. I love you, love you, love you. And you know I love you. I've heard and seen girls that you'll be like, oh, you cute. And they'll be like, oh, my God, you really think so? Like, <laughs> are you serious? That's 
somebody ain't tell you you was pretty, so you hear from some bozo and now it's a thing? Like, come on. You see, I hate when, when oh, I just wanted to be loved. Nah, my daughter's got love. You got to do a lot more than just love my daughters to be with them. Same with my sons. I try to explain to them that being in relationships is not about self. I don't want them to have girlfriends yet. They're not ready for that. They're still learning themselves. It's hard for you to be a boyfriend and a girlfriend when you don't even know who you are. Yeah, you could date. Yeah, they're still too young. My oldest is 14. He's had girlfriends, but he doesn't understand the concept. Develop friendships. Build. My wife is my best friend. And so it's a building process. You can't be with somebody because of your boys or you trying to show out or you trying to just get pussy. Like, I'm not condoning these things. And vice versa. I don't need my daughters out there just fucking on dudes for a look or because she wants some ass. Like, I understand those things do happen. So I'm I'm just, I need to make sure that they know that I know and then I'm trying to explain to them how to maneuver themselves so they don't feel like they're scrutinized for how they move. But I'm always open with my kids. Like, it's... It, you have to know that these things happen, right? And I say all that to bring back the Cardi thing. When you go to these strip clubs, fellas, you got to stop, man. You guys are inflating the price of pussy and you're putting yourself at risk. Now, it's crazy because the, the whole idea of paying for pussy is illegal. Fine, whatever. How do you prove it? If you get a young lady in the room and... You fuck and then you give her some money to go have a good time. Is that necessarily paying for pussy? I don't know. I'm just saying these are scenarios. But, you know, when you drug somebody and you rob them, the, the, uh, you got to get it. I, I don't care if you rob somebody. Don't hurt people, right? I don't care if you rob somebody. But they got to at least have a fighting fucking chance. It's just unfair. That's why I feel such a way when, when I hear about, you know, kids being taken advantage of. That's why I feel a way when I see old people getting taken advantage of. Because they don't even have a fighting fucking chance. They gotta, you gotta at least give them a fighting chance. If not, what do you expect for people to really think when they hear you say what you said and you were doing it for studio time? Like, yo, come on, shorty, that's crazy. That's all I got to say about that. I'm not even gonna keep on going on that. You know, and I was thinking about that, and I saw some shit Bad Bobby posted up, and I swear this girl been 14 for like seven years now, right? All these dudes be hanging all over her, right? Everybody want to fuck her. Like, all these young rappers ain't that fucking young, because motherfuckers be in their 20s and shit, and if Bad Bobby's only 15, you 23 and 24-year-olds hanging all over her, we got a problem. But the same record label that's dropping R. Kelly got her showing her titties. She's 15. I don't need no 15-year-old be pushing her titties in my face. I'm a grown-ass man. Y'all need to cut that shit out. You guys over-glorify and sexify this child. And then you wonder why you got motherfuckers like R. Kelly. So for every piece of shit that say he want to fuck on Bad Bobby, that's not a, a, a teenage boy. You a fucking sicko. You're just as bad as Kells. Fucking weirdos. The same labels that, that drop R. Kelly are pushing this little girl to whip her titties out and shake her ass and do things that honestly at 14 you should not be doing. She's overdeveloped. She should not be showing those titties, bro. You got grown-ass men gawking over that little girl. 15, don't even know how to wipe a pussy yet. Chill out, yo. I'm sorry for the language. The Avenatti case. What's going on with him now is fucking amazing, right? Let's get to it. Let's get to the meat of this shit. (laughs) He said on Monday that he was going to expose Nike 
for a giant controversy that they have going with colleges and universities. And he got arrested on Monday. So, or Sunday, over the weekend, or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, I think it was over the weekend. I can't remember because it was during the show. The When he called Nike, something happened. He called Nike and told Nike, you know, I want my fucking money. He's talking shit to people on the phone at Nike. Well, Nike called the authorities and they recorded the entire conversation. So they basically got him saying, pay me this fucking money or I'm putting this out there and I'm going to ruin you guys and I'm going to knock off 50% or 25% of your 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 cab market stocks and shit like this, right? Crazy motherfucker, right? Now, they keep on investigating this guy now. Remember, the only reason I even got a problem with this dude is because this piece of shit attacked our president and tried to expose our president for buying pussy or shutting her up. You see, you see how everything kind of ties in, how I do that? So, he literally went on fucking every goddamn morning show, every everything. Dude was doing fucking, it looked like he was running for president himself, and people were like, oh man, he might be the one. And shout out to Don Jr., that little doofy fuck, man. I fuck with that boy. That shit was funny. He was like, you know, Avenatti, you know, it was 2020 Avenatti, now it's 20 to 25 years of nutty. And that shit was funny. That was funny. And he tried to do his dash. He was like, you know, some great. Pete, did the hand thing where he's like, it's some great people. Great. That was fucking great. That was funny as shit. Um, Avenatti is, is just as bad as every other fucking piece of shit out there yelling down at Trump. You see, it's scary when somebody's real and you can't keep it real. You see, you've been scamming your way to your money. You ain't paying no taxes. You motherfuckers wanted to put him... You wanted him to become president. This motherfucker ain't paying taxes. He's stealing every which way, and then he's trying to shake down Nike. Come on, bro. It's pathetic. Do you see why every person that comes at Trump gets knocked off? Trump knows what's going on up there. There's a lot of corruption, man. A little bit of power goes a long way for these fucking weaklings. It's why I say... Uh, you know, and if I haven't said this on this on this platform, when I speak to people, I let them know all the time. I need more teachers that have hearts for teaching, not I'm looking for a paycheck. We have too much of that going on. People just want money. They don't even understand when you're a teacher, you have to be caring and loving or you're not going to get anywhere. You can't be an English teacher and not understand how the brain processes letters. You cannot teach how to be a creative. That shit just comes. We put a lot of faith into people that are uh, in positions of power, right? Like our whole lives, if you're an adult and you wore a suit or some shit and they said something, you'd be like, oh, yo, that's got to be real. He's, you know, he's a CIA. Why would he lie to us? And here comes Donald Trump and just goes, you guys have been lying to everybody, everybody, everybody. And everybody's like, what the fuck kind of bomb was that? And you're like, no, what do you mean? Trump has exposed all these people for what they're doing. The only way to have power is to, what, what do they do? They scare you. They make you need them. And then they tell you things that make you feel like without them, you cannot survive. It's beyond need. It's almost like a, well, you're just going to kill yourself if you don't got us. He's exposing all of that because he's saying, fuck them. Go to work, make your money and live life. We don't need so many fucking agencies. We don't need so many people in office. We don't need all that shit. 
That's the waste of money. You know, we, we've grown up in a society where we just believe people that are in positions of power. No. If you're not teaching because you're a wonderful teacher, I have met some amazing teachers in my life and in my kids' lives. We need, excuse me, we need more of them. You got people like Avenatti that, for the money, he's going to risk it all, steal and lie and cheat his way to the fucking top. And these people that you're camp, the, the people that you say know better are saying, yeah, he should be the one to run. He should be the president. So the people that, you know, we've been told to believe in would rather put a scumbag piece of shit like this in charge instead of somebody has built an empire. Built an empire for not only himself, but his children's 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 and how many Trumps from here to go. Like, Donald Trump is the American dream. Kid from Queens, goes to Manhattan, makes a couple friends, shakes and moves. His father helps him out, as every father would help their child out. And now look at him. Not only was he worth $10 billion at one point, now he's the president of the United States. He didn't have to step on nobody and, and shit on people. No, how he shitted on them was just yo, putting it out there. You're trash. Why? Because of this. And that's how I feel. That scares people. Joe Budden scares people. That's why that hoe ass shit, that uh, that real hoe ass shit that uh, that whack is doing right now, gotta stop. Shit like that is ridiculous. How you gonna talk about this man's wife, bro? Get over it, man. You 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 know what you was doing, what you're doing with Blueface, but don't talk on his on his wife. What's wrong with you? Have some fucking respect. That's hoe shit, dog. It seems like this whole motherfucking, uh, this whole podcast has been about whole shit. Whole shit is just people that are begging for attention. Jesse, Avenatti, Cardi, Trevor Noah. And stop playing with, with, with mental illness too, man. Because, you know, they always going to go at Joe. Oh, well, Joe fucking crazy and Joe just talks. Man, shut the fuck up, yo. I don't like that shit. That's whole shit. Too much whole shit going on. Just pay attention to what's really happening around y'all, man. Just look. Look. It don't make no sense. People are not dying in the street. Our healthcare is fucking great. Why would we go back and copy anybody when we've been doing better than them since we started this? We're good. Learn to stop speaking on shit that ain't got nothing to do with you. Just stop. Or be very, very well informed when you're going to speak on it so that you don't fucking just say something just to create controversy. These people have these huge platforms and they speak on things that they have no fucking business speaking on. And this is what we're dealing with. You get a whole culture of people that haven't gone through certain things that feel like they need to speak on them. I'm going to leave you all with that. Uh, somebody tell Direct Smile Club to hit me up, man. I need them to sponsor me. My teeth are fucked up. I ordered some teeth jewelry, and I didn't realize how bad my teeth are, and I can't even wear my cool teeth jewelry. So, Smile Direct Club, hit me up, man. Shoot me some teeth, and Dank Smoke Shop, quit playing, man. Let's let's work. Shit. I fuck with y'all. I didn't mean to bang on that. I fuck with y'all though, man. Y'all have a good weekend. Y'all be safe. Live in the moment. You already know what time it is. Wah.